0: I'm going to need a five-star review. Five-star ride. I'd like
1: to share with you one
0: of our five-star reviews. Hey, five stars.
1: It is time for your favorite segment of the show, Five Star Review, where we break down everything you need to know in the Syracuse recruiting world. Jaren May and Matt Bonaparte here on Fizz Radio. Matt, let's hop right into things and let's start on the basketball side of things. Now, this is not a recruit. However, it's something that might affect recruiting. Woody Newton, he's gone. He's going to Oklahoma State. He is in the transfer... Well, I guess he's out of the portal, but he transferred to Oklahoma State. Uh, did Syracuse misuse him? And is that going to re- kind of impact and affect how, you know, recruits look at Syracuse in the future?
0: Well here's the thing about the woody Newton case is we saw him a lot early in the year and then after that covid pause they took we didn't see him basically at all um but I don't think they misused him in any way I think coach beheim knows what's right in terms of using a kid uh, in college basketball I don't I don't think that in any case he was uh, reluctant to put him on the floor when he shouldn't have been. I think Woody Newton is a guy who needed to develop, and he didn't like that, so he'd be up and left.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad—I I, I will agree. It's Plain and simple, I do not think they misused him. Uh, I really do believe the narrative that was kind of told um, that he lost a step during his COVID pause. And I think—and I might be wrong here, so I don't want to speculate— but I think he may have actually had COVID. I think he was one of the ones that did— um, no idea. it. So I might be wrong. So don't quote me on that. However, if, if that's true, thank you. Um, I, I don't, I, I just like Beheim is that kind of coach that if you're with him for the entire time and you perform, he's going to stick with you. If you miss a step, then he's going to forget about you because he has other people that he will ride with. So I don't think they misused him. I don't think that's really going to affect recruiting. I actually think the bigger loss that's going to affect recruiting is Kadari Richmond rather than Woody Newton for this past you know recruiting cycle. I think that might be a sign for some recruits and be like, "Hey, Kadari was a, a big name recruit, and he just he he was getting the minutes, he was getting the fame, he was getting the accolades, and he up and left." So that I think is actually ha- going to have a bigger impact on on recruiting.
0: Yeah, and if you want to ask the same question about did they misuse Kidari I think the answer is absolutely yes. He should have yeah. started pretty early in the season after it was apparent that Joe Girard is bad at basketball. Um, yeah, Kidari should have started, and, and that's – I mean, I, I can't blame him at all whatsoever for leaving. I hope he's very successful at Seton Hall. Um, he's a guy who definitely could be in the NBA one day, and Syracuse missed out on what could have been their next big recruit.
1: All right. So there you go. That's our first question that we have to answer here on Five Star Review. And we're going to answer two more. Jaron May and Matt Bonaparte, if you want to know our names. Uh, Ty Rogers, he is a recruit in the class of 2022, number 35 on ESPN's recruiting board. He's 6'6", four-star wing out of Michigan. And Syracuse is, you know, trying to target him. However, he has quite a few other Scholarship offers, especially in the Big Ten, from you know Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue—some big name schools. So you know Syracuse is right up there with big names, but it's—he's a—he's a Michigan guy, he's a Midwest guy, he is being heavily recruited by the Big Ten. So, Matt, the question I uh, I propose to you is. Is Ty Rogers to SU a pipe dream or is it actually, uh, you know, is it never going to happen or is it going to happen?
0: I really doubt that it happens. I mean, when you're, when you're, if you're Ty Rogers right now, I'm looking at the Big Ten offers I have and Syracuse. The, the big pro for Syracuse, obviously, is that they made the Sweet 16 last season. Um, I'm sure that, uh, Playing for Coach Beheim is, is, a, is a big part of the recruiting cycle for them as well. But when I look towards the Big Ten, I mean, it's just better basketball, better competition. Sure, they didn't perform as well in the NCAA tournament, but I don't think anybody is looking at the Big Ten and saying, wow, that conference is bad. I think they are saying that about the ACC. Um, so I think if I'm Ty Rogers, I'm, I'm not going to the cold, salt city. Instead, I'm going to go over to a college town like uh, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, or Ohio State
1: yeah, I, I will say the, and this is just a a larger issue that Syracuse always has to deal with. the your weather never helps you in recruiting. And I think that's a big obstacle that these coaches, whether it's Dino, whether it's Desco, whether it's Bayheim, whether it's anyone else on the hill that is trying to recruit, it's so difficult, and that kind of leads to—because people want to go down and, and be at, you know, UNC or Miami or anywhere down south where it's nicer than up here. So that is a big issue. Now, back to, you know, the the topic at hand with Ty Rogers— um, I don't see, and specifically, I don't see him coming here. I think it is, you know, a pipe dream that's not going to happen because Syracuse already has Kamari lands, uh coming in in the class of 2022, and the Orange are targeting quite a few other wings specifically that, you know, I could see Ty Rogers say, saying, hey, like, why would I go if you already have Lands uh, and you already are – Specifically, you know, Justin Taylor might come. Uh, Jan Farrell might might come. Uh, Jarris Walker, you know, he's he doesn't play the exact same position, but he's still someone that would take up time from Rogers. So I think he has better offers from schools that he could actually play at is the issue with, you know, looking at Syracuse in his sweepstakes.
0: Yeah, I don't think he'll be a member of the Syracuse Orange.
1: All right. So there is Ty Rogers last question here on five-star review with Jaron May and Matt Bonaparte. Did the NFL draft help SU recruiting
0: Matt, your thoughts? I think you have to say yes. I mean, sure. I mean guys got drafted <laughs> and I think players want to go play for a team where guys get drafted. Cause at the end of the day, that's what you want to do. If you're playing college football, you want to go play in the NFL. So, or at least that's probably the case for most guys. Um, I think absolutely it helps. I mean, Williams didn't get drafted, but he's playing for the NFL team. And, and same with Nolan Cooney. And then you did have the two DBs get drafted. I think it definitely helps your recruiting when it comes to defensive backs, especially because you have this young core of defensive backs who's been great for uh, last season. So I think absolutely it helps.
1: Yeah, I I'll agree because... This pairing was, you know, of, of Cisco and and Mel Fondwu getting drafted both in the third round. That's the best draft for Syracuse since I, I would go back to 2013 when Justin Pugh went in the first round, Ryan Nassib went in the fourth, Jamarco Thomas also went in the fourth. Uh, you haven't had a lot of players get drafted, period, since then. And if they did get drafted as early as both Cisco and Iffy because when you look back Alton Robinson was a 5th round pick Sterling Hoffrichter was a 7th round pick uh, Chris Sladen in 2019 7th round Zaire Franklin in 2018 7th seventh round 7th round Riley Dixon in 2017 and 2015 you didn't even have any draft picks so this year specifically I think it helps a lot because it kind of shows hey we might not have been able to produce as much of as much talent back then But we are starting to turn the page with Robinson, with Melifonwu, with Cisco, and then the other two guys that this year specifically went undrafted. So I think it helps. I don't think it's, you know, it's not going to hurt recruiting, but I do think it kind of shows recruits, we can develop your talent and get you to the league, which is ultimately the goal for, you know, all of these players.
0: Yeah, I I mean, again, I mean, if guys get drafted, it helps. Um, Obviously, they weren't the first pick overall, but they're in the NFL, and I think that's what everybody's after.
1: It also just keeps you even with the other, you know, ACC teams or any team really because the ACC had a fantastic draft a lot of talent from this conference went to the NFL uh, and you know you have to battle them for a lot of these recruits so to say hey we can still develop just as the other schools can that helps a lot so there you go that is five-star review we're gonna hit one last break after it we'll get to your fictional fizz and fizz feedback don't go anywhere this is fizz
0: radio